Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. Microorganisms have always treated water. So I think all of us know that water actually is a cycle, right? I mean, we've all someplace in our, in our educational history and so forth, we've seen the hydrologic cycle. And as water cycles, it gets dirty and it has to be cleaned. And uh, Mother Nature has always used microorganisms to, to clean water. So uh, in terms of human beings doing this, uh, basically looking at what Mother Nature is doing and using it for our purposes, you know, human beings have been doing this for, for millennia, actually. What we do as environmental engineers working in this area is to actually craft the environments so that we develop the microbial populations that we need to, to uh, accomplish certain conversions to, you know, to, to remove different constituents from the water, and also to do it faster than, than, than Mother Nature does it by concentrating the organisms compared to what you would have uh, out in the uh, natural environment. So historically, we've had dirty water and we want to make it clean or somewhat clean and we want to make it. So it's about removing constituents. We absolutely still do that. But uh, over the last decade in particular, the idea of recovering useful materials out of the water stream. Certainly water is one of the most useful. Uh, and if you live in a water short area, water reuse you know, is, a, is an established practice that continues to uh, improve. But, uh, and I've worked in that area to a certain extent, but I'm uh, here in Michigan in particular, it's materials like uh, phosphorus. The work with the Great Lakes Water Authority is about not only removing phosphorus to protect Lake Erie, but to, to uh, extract it and recycle it back as a fertilizer. The uh, organic matter in, in water can be recovered as an energy source. Uh, urine separation. It turns out that uh, a large fraction of the nitrogen and phosphorus and potassium with pl which plants actually need are actually in our urine. And uh, historically, we've made that part of the, the wastewater stream. If you simply collect it, you collect it in concentrations that are, that are orders of magnitude higher in the ability to take and uh, turn that into fertilizer, put it back where it came from. You know, the, the nutrients are in our wastewater and our urine because of the food we eat. So it's, again, it's closing a cycle. That's increasingly what we're doing is looking at how we can, how we can help close these cycles just like Mother Nature has. I was actually a young adult at Earth Day. You know, in that time frame, the uh, Great Lakes, Lake Erie was declared to be dead. And, uh, you know, the Cuyahoga River in, in Cleveland burned. You know, we had situations like that. We got about our work and uh, cleaned up the pollution sources and, uh, you know, Lake Erie came back. The cautionary tale is that now Lake Erie is back into some, some problems because of, you know, because of, quite frankly, increased uh, human activity. But in spite of that, it's much better, much better shape. 
drinking water quality. I know we, you know, we're, people are concerned, but uh, the level of protection uh, of drinking water quality today compared to you know decades past is much, 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 much better. Chesapeake Bay is one area that I've been involved in for uh, really over most of my career. And uh, there's still challenges there, but the quality of Chesapeake Bay is, is so much better. So, uh, you know, when you look and it's the will to do it, the use of the tools that we have and the uh, further development of tools uh, you know, to, to address these issues and these problems. So we, we, we can do this. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.